breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Did it come up? Yeah, the microphone came on. Look at that. I'm so excited. One all, o- one all, o- all of West Report was dark. Aaron, that was weird. By it the way, 1017 FM 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Uh, got off the interstate this morning at Pines Road. I was like, wow, look at that. The Walmart's dark. No, oh, not my. one light. The gas station in front of the Walmart's dark. Circle the K, entire, dark. Yeah, Wendy's, all of that down there. I was like, crazy. okay, this is not good. I kept hoping the further I came down Westport, mm-hmm. the you know, nope, no lights. The, we had a little bit of a storm last night, but I didn't realize it was that big. I, di- I didn't know that. Apparently something hit out here. I guess here. so. I think they've got it. Ba- the juice back on. Are we on generator or are we on regular power now? I think we're on regular power now. Okay. I, think, right. I believe so. Back That's on a good regular. Thing. Okay. The fan came on. And, uh, it was hot in here. <laughs> Those yeah, we had no air for... Those of you who were worried uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, the lights blinked and the board went out, so it, it, it was yeah. a little quiet there at the beginning. Sorry yeah. about that. We I didn't turn our mics on no. again. I didn't warn y'all, but this was a close day for me because well, I was in here right at five. I guess I don't know. I was running a little late today. Got here at five, and things were kind of dead, and it was hot. And I started. I started. Uh, Glowing. Let's just say glowing, okay? <laughs> Had a little oh, bit yeah. of a glisten. That's what yeah. women do. Women glow. <laughs> I was sweating like a horse. Yeah. And um, I didn't tell Mike this, Uh-oh. but I was like within moments of saying, we're going to put in best of and I'm going to the house. I'm not working. This It was too hot this morning. It was really too hot. Yeah, I was burning was up. I was starting to sweat. And I thought, oh, man, I, I won't be able to tolerate this. And then, you know, I, I actually said a little prayer to myself, and I was like, no, hang on a minute. It'll kick in. It'll kick in. Dang, I'm glad you didn't tell me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'd have bought in and said, Let, let's go. Let's, let's do go. it. Because yep. I was really, I was like, I, I'm not going to be able to sit here th- for three hours no. sweating. Well, I when the station been bad is on health. generator power, mm-hmm. it, uh, only the essentials are, are, yeah. are, you know, connected to the generator and apparently air conditioning isn't an essential well when you're my age it is <laughs> and and, I, and i'm I was, your age yeah and i was glistening and i was starting to think oh i'm not gonna be able to handle this i'm just not gonna be able to i was starting to get heart palpitations and i'm like <gasps> you know having like a little pan mini panic attack over here well the real bad thing it, we couldn't make coffee Oh, that yeah. You, I mean, you hadn't even told me coffee. that yet. Yeah, that, uh, apparently that's <laughs> not an essential on the generator. That'd be a deal breaker. That would be a deal breaker. <laughs> so, It'd be best of this morning all the way. It'd be when, like when I'm going lights, home for coffee. When yeah. lights came on in the hallway, I went <gasps> first thing. I ran down to the coffee bar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> got it going. There are some things you just have to have. AC in May is one of them. Uh, coffee every day is the other. I think. Today is National Peace Officers Memorial Day. And uh, Mike and McCarty, along with Ruben and Keel News, supports our local peace officers in Caddo, Shreveport, Bossier. We Mm -hmm. salute you and thank you for what you do, the you underappreciated warriors. Oh, gosh, yeah. Saw one today on the way into work. 
headed he was headed to the station you could tell he's getting ready to go either end his shift and uh go home for the day god bless you you made it another day yeah mm. so uh mother's day good day good day had a good day had brunch at uh two john's and uh john monolepri and the whole crew they were i mean they were handing oh, out nice, flowers to the moms nice. and they had a guy playing the piano in the bar it was just a it was really a really a nice relaxing day my son and i had a great time i had a great uh conversation with my youngest son uh, spoke to him for probably about an hour oh um, nice just you know catching up on everything and uh you know i have I, i'm a blessed woman i have two wonderful men as sons and they are really special contributing members of society and I couldn't be more proud. Mm-hmm. And I had a great day with mine. And I couldn't eat all my food. And you know my oldest is, uh, you know, whatever's there, he's eating. <laughs> so he had a good brunch. He had a good time. But, man, the Mother's Day restaurants were packed. Uh, John got us a good spot. It was really sweet of him to squeeze us in. And a uh, wonderful day there. Well, Definitely. Without two Johns, we came as close as you can. My brother-in-law cooked T-bone steaks. Oh. He had this chicken, these chicken breasts that he did in the oven. Oh. He did uh, chicken wings. Oh, he did. Oh, it's man. just incredible. So we had. And the leftovers are on that table over there? They are in my refrigerator. I did. <laughs> I got a plate to go. Uh, yeah, always, oh. always does enough to feed three families. Oh, my God. And happy Mother's Day to all the moms. I hope you had a great day. And, and if you're, you're missing your mom, I know there are several of my friends who this was their first year without their mom. I hope you talked yeah, about her and heard, told stories yeah. and, and, you know, remember mom because she's always going to be in your heart and your memories. No doubt about it. Well, I told you, um, you know, I got, I got my mom a little, a little gift card mm-hmm. from one, one of the stores that she likes. And uh, she's like, I thought last Friday was our Mother's Day when oh, I took her to the yeah. comedian, the concert. Yeah. We had a great time. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Dina and Micah went to Colorado. Nice. Worst trip ever. <laughs> oh, no. They had a great time because they were together, and and it's something that they'll be able to laugh about years later. But everything went wrong? Aaron, everything went wrong. Oh, uh, God. Tim Fletcher's got sports. We'll talk about that. 101C. <laughs> One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. After Mother's Day, still have in May, I still have uh Dina's birthday and our anniversary coming up. <laughs> you still got an expensive month coming, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Sorry. Right. But your wife made it home after a um She got home yesterday afternoon. I think they they left Denver Denver maybe pretty early. Yesterday morning. She had a Chevy Chase vacation? <laughs> Aaron, it, I, I'd i have lost it. I'm not kidding. I would have yeah, lost it. I know. Just on the way out there, they told me that they, I think they were flying out of Love Field. And that particular airline, mm-hmm. I, I won't name, It's it's uh, uh, it has a directional designation as a name, and it's... They were supposed to be like a two-hour flight. Mm-hmm. They were on the tarmac for two hours because the computer had to reboot or something, which, okay, 
Okay, you can't. They, it, it happens. That happens. My gosh, look at our room here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens. Um, then they weren't able to land for some reason. Um, so they had to circle. The flight took like three or four hours. I mean, oh. and then it took an hour and a half to two hours to get their luggage. Oh gosh! The line for the rental car place was wrapped around the building. Oh man! One thing after another. It was just. It was just. And then they got to the uh, Airbnb, and she goes, "It was basically a glorified shed." that these people and it was in the hood the pictures made it look so much better than it was yeah Mm. it was and then in the concert they went to red rocks and uh said it poured poured oh no (laughs) but she was with her daughter they were they they yeah and then oh and then micah got sick oh god so she's (laughs) man yeah what a mess. They need a redo. <laughs> it doesn't even count. It doesn't. No. It's they, one they, of those that yeah. went so badly that it, and Micah even said, she goes, we'll laugh about it later. Oh, yeah. You one know, day. We're yeah. going to laugh about it. <laughs> but while you're going through it. Golly, that's miserable. Just bless their hearts. Oh, bless that, their hearts. That sucks bad. And, oh. then, and then yesterday, you know, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yesterday afternoon, Dina calls me and she says, look, I'm leaving and I can hear it. Oh, no. I said, it sounds like she goes, it is truckers have pulled off the road. Visibility is like oh, two feet. I said, gosh. well, look, take a cue from those professional drivers. Yeah. She goes, I am. Uh, I said, there's no hurry, you know. Right. No rush. And uh, But then she kind of got through it, and it wasn't bad coming in. But okay. then, of course, and then it, it got here. Right, <laughs> She brought right. it over with her. Oh, man. Yeah, we had a good little storm blow through last night. Apparently. Who, who knew? West Treeport, yeah. thousands of, a uh, story on keelnews.com, mm-hmm. thousands of customers, no power this morning. I, Maybe a lot had came back on because ours came back on about 10 minutes ago. I think the juice is back on for most, but it was really dark. The, the lights on the freeway were out. What's new, but anyway... <laughs> The, the lights at the Walmart, the lights at the Circle K, everything was That out. whole Pines yeah. Road exit. I mean, the Wendy's on down, the Circle K, it's it was, all dark. It was weird, really weird. It was. It was kind of eerie. It was The spooky. hotel, the, the, the big hotels there. Yes. Dark. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I, when pulling in the lot, we have these outside lights that they don't, they're not running on our generator. So the lights are dark in the parking lot. I was like, ooh, this is kind of creepy. Yeah. This is kind of creepy, but... Everything's back up and running now, and uh, thank goodness. I'm gonna go outside and see if, the, if down the block if it, if things if it's are back, back yeah. on. Yeah, I'll run down to the uh, and get me a biscuit. <laughs> I'll be on my way, <laughs> Mike and McCarty. What do I- One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike M. McCarty and I'm looking on Keelnews.com. This is huge. The Louisiana House members' salaries mm-hmm. that you've got posted. And see how each one of them how much they made. And they're gonna argue and say that's not what they make, that's not their salary. Okay, like 
Ted, well, he he retired, so that doesn't count. No, his doesn't count. Twenty seven thousand is that? That's the start. That starts the lowest one, right? Yeah, she, and she apparently is not no longer in the house, so they, that one doesn't. Those are kind of two that don't count. The the or, why, the why, lowest why the amount because they got part of the. I, I asked for everybody <laughs> they got that got any money. money. Okay, yeah, anybody that got money in twenty twenty two, I wanted to see it. The lowest is forty one thousand. That's the lowest a house member makes. And then the highest goes to over eighty grand, eighty thousand dollars for some lawmakers, state house members. Um, the ones that live in Shreveport, Bossier, are most of them all make over fifty, because they're paid a fifty-eight cent mileage every time they drive to Baton Rouge. They're paid fifty-eight cents a mile, and then they're paid what is it, one sixty or one sixty-one per diem. Every day that they're in session, they get paid that. If they have to go to a committee meeting, they get paid 160 bucks for that day. So that is what bumps into how much they actually make. Um, they're, and that's to, like, account for a hotel? Or if they need a hotel. Yeah, if they want to come food, in the night before, food and all that. And, and their time. But don't most of them have apartments or whatever? Or? A lot of them have apartments. A lot of them share apartments. What I don't understand is... Um, you drive miles to get to your job, right? Every do you day. get you get a mileage check for that? I do not. Me either. Matter of fact, um, we need to work on that. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So, t- coming up in the House Appropriations Committee today is the bill that would bump their their base pay from. And we drive a significant a- amount, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. This do. is almost yeah. west east Texas. Where right. we are, we we um, the base pay is sixteen eight, and they're asking for it to go up to forty, um, base pay, and then they would still get the per diem and the mileage and all that. Now I understand if you're driving from Shreveport, I get that. That's a long trip for for those folks, but I'm looking at people that live in Baton Rouge that are making forty forty seven thousand dollars. You live in Baton Rouge. You live within spitting distance of the capital. Why are you making forty-seven thousand and now screaming that you need to raise your raise your pay? So I put the numbers out there. I'm going to have to check because the um, the House Secretary sent me the numbers saying they were um, twenty twenty-two. I have some members that are telling me these are twenty twenty-one numbers, but I asked for the twenty-two numbers mm-hmm. and I uh, got that straight from the House Secretary. So I'll have to double check that. But um, I'm. You know, I'm a little mystified by the ones who live in Gonzales and Prairieville, and they're still making over forty-five grand. How? And and then why are you selling me this this bill that you you only make sixteen eight? None of them make just sixteen eight. Yeah. Sorry, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, Marrero, Kyle Green Jr. is forty-eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're the House Speaker, I think the House Speaker makes seventy-seven thousand or something like that. He's down there all the time. Um, and I and I understand that Clay Shake Snyder seventy seven grand, um, Jerome Zarang he must be chair of a bunch of committees he's making eighty seven thousand dollars and he lives in Homa, but that's a little bit of a drive too but eighty seven grand and now and, and is that his full time job does he have another job oh most of them have another job most I mean, of them they have do their, yeah. re- their regular job most of them have another job and their other job lets them do both so. And, and I, you know, the other thing is, I know some of them stop and eat fast food, but a lot of them eat 
meals that are paid for by lobbyists and all that. So they're not using that per diem on meals all the time. Right. Now they're going to probably be mad at me, some of them that are listening. But <laughs> they get a bunch of free meals, too. I know the drill. Been there, done that. So for what it's worth. Uh, speaking of, Larry Bagley, state rep, joined us on Friday talking about teacher pay raises, uh, amongst other things, and salary included. We'll talk about that uh, coming up next. Mike and McCarty. 1017. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, State Representative Larry Bagley joining us. Larry, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are y'all doing? We're good. We're doing good. You're working on several bills. One is very intriguing. You got a bill out of the House over to the Senate side that's going to bring a lot of cash to our area. Tell us what that's going to do. What that bill is about? Well, that bill, uh, Aaron, is. Uh, we're going to change the way we pay separate tax back to the parishes. Uh, the the uh, parishes that produce the oil and gas in the state, uh, the way the bit law is set up now, they get $850,000 back from the state, and that's been uh, changed through the uh, credit uh, they, on the form they did, or uh, they raised that up to $1.1 million. So Caddo, DeSoto, those, those parishes got $1.1 million. But they got that pretty early in the year. Like the soda hit their cat, the, the trigger in January of the whole year. The soda paid $73 million in severance tax last year. This, this, uh, bill legislation would allow, would raise the cap to $10 million back to the parishes. The way that is, the soda, because it pays so much severance, it's going to get the whole 10 million, but it won't get 20%. Everybody else, Caddo, Caddo will get about eight million yearly. Uh, and what it is is pay for every dollar that goes to Baton Rouge, twenty cents comes back to the parish until their cap is hit. And again, the cap has been one point one million. Now it's been moved up to ten million, which would uh, try to aid and get. The purpose of it is to try to, to fix some of the problems that happen, like the roads and bridges and sewer and water that come up when they're when they're drilling and exploring oil and gas. We know the legislature is pushing the budget without teacher pay raises. Uh, I think a $2,000 pay raise was proposed. Uh, can that be changed? Is it too late? Is it a done deal? Well, let me explain how that all works. First of all, uh, we, uh, the, the, we have what's called an unfunded cure liability. That happened when, when teacher retirement started back in the 30s. They didn't have anybody that ever paid any money in, but they, start pay, they started paying retirement that year. And they continued to pay. And for many years, they never tried to pay that money back. So they basically borrowed money on interest and never paid any of it back. Back uh, before Jindal, I think, the, president, the governor before, they decided to start paying that down. Now, to give you an idea of how much it is, uh, we're going we're gonna to put $440 million in a house plan, and that would just pay part of it that we owe. Uh, the uh, states around us, Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi, even on up higher than that, Oklahoma, uh, Georgia, all those states, Louisiana pays more money per student than all those states do. The problem is we have the highest unfunded secured liability in, in one of them in the country. We're paying down that debt. It's kind of like if you borrow money on your car and you have too much interest and you're paying, 
you're losing that. I mean, you lose that money every year, and that's what's happening in the school business. What we hope to do is to pay. We're, we're going to save 250 million dollars over the first five years. That money will go direct. Will stay in the parishes where the teachers can go to the parish their school board members and ask for a raise personally. They won't have to but, ask. But wait, but wait, Larry, you're, you're you're now making. The, the teacher pay raise would not be guaranteed. They're going to have to go fight at the school board level to get the money. What about those parishes that decide, no, nah, we're not going to spend the money on teacher pay raises? That that could be a problem. Well, well uh, yeah, I, I can understand it. But the other problem is the, the, the $2,000 that the governor proposed, that's one-time money. You want me, you want me to vote for, ta- for taxes next year for you to pay that raise? Because that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That money is one-time money. We have money right now, and the governor did that to put us in a box, and he did. And, what about uh, your so, own? Pay, what about a pay raise for yourself, for lawmakers? Oh, the, oh <laughs> now, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was on WWL two days ago in New Orleans, and the, and the, and the guy before me was with the teacher union and had said the teachers had voted themselves a raise and voted the teachers out. That's not true. It got out of committee. That bill will never get off the house floor there's i I hadn't talked to anybody that was in favor of that bill now joe marino brought it joe marino is is not going to come back he's he's going to to quit not going to run again Uh, i don't know if anybody's going to vote for that bill i'm certainly not uh i knew how much it paid when i went in there if i was going to vote something like that it would be for the next person in i might might do that i'm not going to vote for any pay raise this year nor is anybody else i know going to do that that's been something that's been flashed out about, especially by the unions, teachers' unions, to try to make it look like we're taking money for ourselves and not going to fund them. That's not going to happen. And all this is going going to the Senate, and there's no telling what may come out of the Senate. It may be a totally new look. But I can tell you this, that $2,000 pay raises and 1000 for the support staff, that's one-time money. We've got that now. We're not going to have it next year. And if we and if the teachers get a two thousand dollar raise and support one thousand, that money don't have to come back from somewhere else, which would be higher taxes. I can promise you that. That's the only way it can happen. So that's that's what we're faced with, and what we're trying to do. The house is we're trying to fix this uh, where we can pay it down with the local parishes don't have to pay so much money monthly to pay off this UAL to give themselves money to pay now. Maybe they won't give a, a raise, but those teachers could go elect another school board member. And it's much easier locally to get that done than it would be to come to me or to Baton Rouge and get those things done. So, I mean, we're trying to do the best thing for our local folks here at the, in the end of the day. Talking with State Rep. Larry Bagley. Larry, the, uh, it's published that representatives make 16900 Isn't that a little misleading, though, to say that that's the salary? I, I don't know how you... What do you mean, Miss Lee? Well, you made $59,168 last year. I've, I've requested the documents. Most of your colleagues made over 40000 when you put in the per diem and all that. I mean, they need to be honest with it. I mean, the, the ones who are supporting it don't need to keep telling me that y'all only make sixteen eight because that ain't true. Reps aren't well, going down well, to make sixteen eight. So what, what happens is I'm chairman of the committee. I go down about once a week. So I have to go back down there and do business. Exactly. I have to drive down there in my truck. And they pay, uh, they pay mileage, and they per diem while I'm in uh, there in Baton Rouge. But that's not salary. That's money's not taxable. The only money I make make in a salary is a sixteen eight or sixteen nine. The rest of it is expenses for to, to carry on my my job. And most everybody has some of those. 
uh, if you're not chairman, you probably don't go down as much. But I know the members of the appropriations have gone down a lot. They've been they were in there two weeks before the session started. Mm-hmm. All that's just to pay for them while they're there. That's not sour. So it's a little different. I mean, it's misleading because you you put that out there like we make more money. That's not true. Salary would be taxed. That money that we get like above above that is only expenses and it's not taxed. Well, we all know when you drive a car, you know, you can dr- you, you can make more money if you drive a cheaper car, if you carpool. I mean, you know, but to to, to say that law, lawmakers in Louisiana only get 16.8, there's not one on the list that got only 16.8. Right, because everybody's on a committee and everybody yep. has to go do those do those things. And it, that's just the way it is. And, and I can promise you there's nobody carpools that I know of. <laughs> I, drive from, from, I, I drive from my house. That's a almost a four-hour drive i'm going there now and uh, there's nobody with me and i drive a truck it's about 17 miles a gallon i'm not saving any money yeah because i choose to drive something big because you know i'm a pretty big guy and <laughs> gotcha. i'm six six so uh i mean I, I i'm starting out throwing money away and we're looking to try to save this I, i'm a school teacher part of this is also the cola which is the cost of living raise for the retired teachers that's me mm-hmm. I, I receive a cola and i've gotten two since I retired in 1995, two $200 raises. If that was all I was living on, I'd be in trouble, as yeah. you all can uh, imagine. Absolutely. So I'm, fi- I'm in Baton Rouge fighting for this. This is personal for me. Uh, I would have never voted for something I thought was going to hurt teachers, and we'll never do that. Gotcha. Again, we can't pay a one-time $2,000 pay raise. It's one-time money. We yeah. got in trouble with Jindal about that, and that's when we went $2 billion. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. <laughs> David says May is expensive for our family too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of people got married in May. Yeah, May was a big deal. May's mm-hmm. a big a big wedding month, I suppose. You couldn't have even it for though June. on Downton Abbey she says Mary and May rule the day. <laughs> Is that what she says? Yeah, she says that. Oh, Lord. Uh, he says his son's birthday, then Mother's Day, then anniversary. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Dave. I'm, I'm right there right there with you. Mm-hmm. Although, like I said, Dina did say one one gift this year. Okay. One 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 semi-big, and I say big, couple hundred bucks. That's, yeah. That's and big you already took her. care of it. Not yet. She hadn't told me which one she wants. Oh, boy. You better get on She's, that. She wants one of those backpack that these... Um, Travel nurses use. Oh yeah, it's okay. A, it's it, apparently the right size. You can it can be a carry on, but it can fit your you know your actual luggage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. better jump on that well, if anybody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Other than her, sorry about that. Oh Lord, well it's an expensive month. You know, you got Mother's Day. We don't have. I have one brother who's got a birthday in May, and it's later in the month, and um. He'll be 59, I think. Yeah, he's the baby. He's a baby. He's the baby of the family. Yeah, he'll be 59 this month. The rest of my family, it's all December. I have two brothers in oh, December. Them, oh, yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter was in December. Mm-hmm. Is. I say, well, my gosh, is in December. But we used to do her birthday in, like, June and have right. a pool party. So she would. You know when the worst birthday of all is, right? 
Christmas Day? Yeah. That's me. <laughs> Christmas yeah. Day? Christmas Day, December 20th. Well, Mike yep. is, is the 28th. Yeah. So that's it, almost as bad. Imagine having to run to the hospital on Christmas Day, though. <laughs> you ruined Christmas. <laughs> you ruined Christmas. Yeah, I think my dad was going duck hunting with my uncles, and my mom was like, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Yeah. And they went to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, boy. And out pops this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> I need a prescription. <laughs> Grinch. He's the Grinch. But now he gets, you know, his birthday's ruined, for crying yeah. out loud. So uh, from from uh, when I was a little kid to about 12 on the 15th, they would, like, gather up all my friends and take mm-hmm. us to the skating rink well, or something you go. like that. See, that's good. But after 12, they were like, no, it's all the same thing. Now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> One big gift, yeah. Merry Christmas. Here's your birthday present. Right. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, Pass yeah. the gravy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it is National Peace Officers Memorial Day leading into uh, National Police Week. Uh, Caterpillar Sheriff Steve Prater going to join us after the local news. Mike and McCarty. 1017FM710Keel.com. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel. Mike and McCarty. And today is National Peace Officers Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. We have Memorial Day honoring our military. Uh this is a day that uh President John F. Kennedy signed public law eighty seven seven twenty six, which is a joint resolution of the eighty seventh Congress designating May fifteenth as Peace Officers Memorial Day in honor of federal, state, and municipal peace officers that have been killed or disabled in the line of duty. So it's uh, a Memorial Day for our uh, peace officers, not just police, but Mm -hmm. also deputies, sheriffs, that type of thing uh, across our nation. And President Clinton signed uh, a law in 1994 declaring that the flag be flown at half-staff on all government buildings on this day. So if you see a flag at half-staff today and wonder, you know, did somebody nationally pass away? It's Mm -hmm. in honor of National Peace Officers Memorial Day that uh, that we recognize today. I I would also remind you, too, if you're probably not familiar with it, I I bet 90% of the Shreveport folks, Shreveport Bossier folks, there is a memorial uh, right next to the aquarium downtown Shreveport, mm-hmm. it's a memorial to law law officers we've lost in the line of duty. And um, it is very somber to walk around and read those names. And I think some of them go back to the 1800s, officers that we lost in the line of duty. This is folks who were, who were shot, who were uh, hit by car, you know, all kinds of different tragedies while they were working. And we don't stop to honor these folks, you know, often enough... And we invited Sheriff Steve Prater here today for nothing other than that. No controversy. No, you know, let's talk about what's going on and problems in the world. We would like to say thank you to you. We just want to tell you we love you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. And to all of the officers that that have served and that are still serving every day um, to keep us safe. I'm driving into work today, 4.30, 4.45 in the morning, and I see a police officer headed to the station, it looks like. And I'm like probably wrapping up their day prayerful that they they ended their day and they get to go home to their family that's so true um when you go down to the memorial you were talking about the police 
memorial, police and fire memorial. Uh, you, I see nine of the nine of the tombstones down there, or the markers, you might say, were people that I worked with, or I was mm-hmm. chief of police when they were were killed, and and it's uh, it is somber. People uh, they appreciate the police, but sometimes they don't take it a step further and realize that when that policeman pulls up next to them that that policeman may make a traffic stop in 10 minutes after they leave that light. And this, we read every day that somebody's shot or killed here and in, mm-hmm. all across the United States. But that same police officer may be stopping somebody that's got a carload of guns that's wanted or has a body in the car or has just done a drive-by or something. And the, and, and the police officer then gets shot at or shot. And so people need to take it a step further. It's more than just... Uh, the job is more than just fixing a flat tire on the side of the interstate to help somebody out. It, it, it's a lot more than that. Uh, I don't. You remember a few years ago the sniper in Dallas that was taking police officers mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right? My daughter, not. I mean, just a day, few days after that, was in traffic in downtown Dallas, and it was kind of stopped. And she said there was a, a a black police officer standing on the corner, and he was just almost in a daze she says dad i just felt led she got out of her car Mm. walked over and said sir may i approach you know he said and she just gave him a hug she said i just wanted i just want to say thank you yeah and she said he just he just started crying Mm. it was very you know i I said micah Mm -hmm. that's you know awesome and and he'll never forget that never never what can we do for police officers what is something that means something that matters to them because every day they're seeing the worst of us well gosh that's that's hard to say because the public the general public the northwest louisiana the caddo report they're so appreciative anyway so many of them are and they they do the things like they bring send pizza to the to the substation sometimes or bring donuts or or stop and they tell them at the mall or wherever they might be that they you know they appreciate them so we get a lot of that but it's overall correct somebody if 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 they're saying horrible things about the police correct them um if if they you know take up for us i guess is what i'm saying mm-hmm. don't just love on us help fight our enemies okay oh, he- help point. us uh h- help to understand uh that that we the other day we had a situation at at uh uh, the inner uh, uh, southern loop and I-49, for instance. In social media, we had a, a complaint there. A lady was complaining, and because of the construction, because what they've got to do something better about the, getting people off of I-49, there were two lanes where they're supposed to be one. And on the on the uh, on the side on the the side of the lane, cars were having to get there to get off the interstate and then turn right. So the ones in the lane couldn't turn right at the stop sign. Mm. And so somebody complained. The deputy went out there and he stopped four people that drove really fast up the side of the road, not even on the road. Mm-hmm. And first thing, social media had ninety people had commented. We got better things to do than to stop people for for getting off of I forty nine, and that we were giving tickets. We gave no tickets. Mm. Okay, we were responding to a complaint. Yet there was so much hate there, 
And and that's the kind of thing that is such a misunderstood what we have to do in law enforcement and in public service. It's so misunderstood. So if you had anything to do is try to understand, take a breath before you criticize somebody out there ri- willing to risk their lives mm-hmm. to help to save you, to answer complaints, to make your children safer, to keep your property safer. Take, take a breath before you're so quick to jump on law enforcement like some folks are. Mm-hmm. Now, now, that's not the majority of folks. The majority right. of folks do love on us, and we appreciate it so much. But we know our climate has changed so much in the past few years, really since the Obama administration that has vilified police officers. Right. And, 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 it's, you- and it's like it's become the norm. We've all seen videos on... Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram of people getting in police officers' faces. It's like they're daring them to do something. It used to be it, Which that, is an assault, by the way. It used to be that the victim, the victim was the first one that you thought about when something happened. Now, so many people think, I wonder what the police did wrong when mm-hmm. they were doing that. And, and so, the, yes, the police, law enforcement, we are t- treated like the criminals now in many instances. And the uh, the victims are, are, are just disregarded, and the criminals treated like the victim. We had a, an event Saturday night that I had to go down to uh, downtown, and I saw the Caddo Parish, I guess the DWI, Great it's Big Motor It's called the Batmobile. It was a, the state <laughs> bought it for us, the uh, well, no, well, Louisiana Highway Safety Commission. I want to talk about that if you can stay with us after sure. the break. Sure. And is there a memorial ceremony today that people no, can attend? No, not today. Not Wednesday. Today. Okay, we need to talk about that too. Okay. Mike McCarty with uh, Cattle Parish Sheriff Steve Prater. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty talking with Cato Parish Sheriff Steve Prater uh, in studio as we kick off National Police Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, today is National Peace Officers Memorial Day. So mm-hmm. if you see flags flying at half staff, that is the reason why on on federal and, and uh, local buildings is there a is there a ceremony happening this week for us to the public to come out yes and we encourage people to come out we we usually we have a lot of police presence a lot of fire presence but we have very little public presence just people to come down on it but this one happens to be in in uh, benton at the benton courthouse sheriff mm-hmm. Wendington is hosting it every four years it rolls around uh, this both cities hosted the Keto Sheriff and then the Bozier Sheriff, and this is their turn to host it for all of us. And uh, Wildlife Fisheries has a officer that was killed that was dra- that drowned, if you remember, and so they take part in it. Uh, state police, the uh, and the local agencies, and so it's a it's a moving ceremony. It's very very short. You can get on back to work or get to work after it. it's nine o'clock mm-hmm. up to courthouse. So um, in Benton. So make that if you if you're so inclined, and we'd 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 appreciate it. It means a lot. The families come and they have seating, and and the ones the families that are still still remain that that we can get in touch with 
uh, as far back as we can we send them back even though the relatives of the ones killed in the early 1900s and so mm-hmm. and see if the kids or grandkids or mm-hmm. great grandkids can come we give them a rose and so it's a it's a moving ceremony and it gives us the time to reflect amongst ourselves and the public of of the ones we've lost. It's Wednesday, 9 a.m. Yes. at the Bozier Parish Courthouse That's in correct. Benton, Louisiana. That's correct. Okay. Obviously, we won't be able to make it. No, but, the, the, but we'll but, certainly. But take a minute this week, if you don't mind, for me and go by the memorial in Shreveport. It's on the riverfront next to the aquarium. And there is a there's a monument to to the officers that we've lost in the line of duty. And there's a wonderful picture of you, Sheriff, um, looking at those monuments and i can tell you recognize people that you you knew you worked with um they're gone right i've had to tell i mean i I look at each plaque down there and i know so many of them but if the if somebody that doesn't know any of them goes down there look and see that's the father or the mother of somebody and i look at one of them and it's a i had to tell the little seven-year-old boy that his mom had got killed Mm -hmm. i was a supervisor and i had to do that and i can look at others that i buried when i was chief police chief and the funerals and, and a lot of people may not realize families. you were police chief yeah uh, for, for the city of shreveport we had lost four when i was a police chief yeah mm. it was a rough time then it's it's uh we're fortunate now we have more protective better vests two times on search warrants event the bullet missed the vest it went up under the vest or mm. something and we had some specially designed ones for our swat team back when i was uh the police chief uh and and so you know it impacts so many the families the officers that are there at the scene the supervisors what could we have done better and oh it's just um it's just a humanizing something that is currently in a state of being dehumanized and we also right. sheriff we we uh, you know, a week ago and this is just a miracle of a story uh, officer kenny gallon in Bozier shot four times right could easily have been talking about his death right somehow god wasn't ready for him yet no. uh, but the gear obviously saved him but you know it's happening too often these days and that officer is, is going to be around to be able to celebrate but um it's tragic when we have a police officer shot right and and we happen to live in a society we have to live in an area uh, that there is such a proliferation of illegally carried guns in our area. And they're not only shooting, these criminals are not only shooting each other, but if they'll drive by and shoot in a house that's got six and seven and eight-year-olds in it, uh, if they will drive by and randomly do that, they have no conscience, they have no values, and they will certainly shoot the bad guy, which are the police in their eyes. So they're actually, I mean, we're nothing to them. And we're out there risking our lives doing that and 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 we need to just take take a minute and pray for them. Uh, I really believe in prayer and and pray for them, uh, the ones that are on the street. Pray for the families, the lost ones, and uh, and just recognize them. I, well, we got a tough job out there. Aaron and I were talking earlier this morning, and we wanted to take a moment and honor honor what what you do, what uh, Police Chief Wayne Smith does, all of your deputies and the officers on the street we we mm-hmm. really do we want to salute you guys and thank you tell me about the batmobile oh the batmobile that's, <laughs> it's the blood alcohol testing it's a large van uh, blood van. alcohol it's, testing bat i get it oh, uh, okay. that's why we got the batmobile okay blood alcohol. it was uh we got Couldn't it with a grant from day. the Louisiana highway safety commission and we've used it for a number of years. It's it's a huge presence. And when when we were having the problems, mainly the Shreveport Police were having the problems down in Texas in spring, 
and many people saw the videos of it. It was just ridiculous. And uh, so I said, well, why don't we just drive the, the, the big Batmobile down there? We'll park it and see if anybody is man enough to jump up on that. <laughs> and, uh, and they weren't. Uh, oh, good. Okay. And it had a, had a calming effect. Uh, for the weekend and and seemed to seemed to work well for that um, alcohol driven crowd mm. or whatever driven crowd that was there and we want people to get together we want them to enjoy themselves that's not we're not I mean we're not the bad guy as some people think mm-hmm. but we got to have some order we got to keep we've got to you know you well, got to maintain you can't block order. the streets and and no. climb on private vehicles no that's that's uh that, that's out of the question so just. Try to climb on that public vehicle if you'd like. Mm-hmm. We'll see see how well that works out for you. And, uh, oh goodness! And, and all, but 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 you know, people, you know, people need to understand that we we get back to the other thing. We do have a job to do, and and I want to thank y'all for inviting me in this morning. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank the many, many, many people that appreciate us in our area. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave here without thanking them. Oh, yeah. uh, because we have so many and uh, so many of your listeners that that do things for us and and uh, and and it is it's recognized it's appreciated and please continue absolutely Sheriff Steve Prater thank your crew for us uh, for it. everything they do we appreciate you sir I'll do it thank mm-hmm. you one one seven FM One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on National Poli- uh, Peace Officers Memorial Day as we kick off National Police Week. By the way, my mom sent me a text uh, right after we were wrapping up with Sheriff Prater. Mm-hmm. She said her church on seventieth University Church of Christ will provide lunch for all law enforcement firemen and EMTs on Saturday, June tenth. So make your plans there. They do this cookout and they do these plates. Yeah, nice. Nice. I'm not going to steal valor, but it's, you know. (laughs) Good stuff, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. Mm. Uh, Moon Griffon going to join us coming up uh, just after the break with Mikey McCarty. 101.7 FM. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty and talking with Moon Griffon on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Moon, good morning. I know this is early for you. No man, <laughs> not really. I get to go about five o'clock, so I'm not quite early as you guys. Mm, let me let me ask you, Moon. A um, couple of things that are on my mind. Well, House Appropriations Committee today is going to talk about a pay raise for their own members for lawmakers. Um, I'm hearing from a bunch of them that this, if it, if it gets out of committee, it's really dead in the water on the House floor. Are you hearing the same? You know, I have, but I don't believe until they kill it. <laughs> you know, that's I call it pessimistic in my me, but I, I don't believe it's dead until it's dead. Uh, Brad Diamond and some other guys told me they thought it was not. But though, it's, you know what frustrates me about the pay raise there and the way it was so it was sold that we only make $16,800. Exactly. I thought y'all did it. I'm gonna use, if you don't mind, I'm going to use the piece y'all did today because I thought it was on the money. Oh, please. You yeah. guys actually did it. Yeah, y'all did an investigation, but I went through a lot of elected officials, and they told me 40, 40 plus was about right, and I'm reading what y'all put out, and that's about right for a lot of the elected officials. So, 
plant is 16.8 is the way you sell it. We, and, and the media, some of the media have jumped on it. So what they want to be 16.8. Back in 1980, uh, the Abbott Road, uh, brand new Ford pickup truck 150 was $5,200. Well, my thought was maybe we overpaid them back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, I know they say, well, it's not such a part time job, but the bottom line is if you look at the highest paid elected officials in the legislature, California, New York, and Illinois, they're the ones having the most problems, they're having the most out migration, and they're having a lot of problems. You know, the pay, I understand getting some money for what you're doing, but uh, the pay raise they want to get is absolutely ridiculous at this time. You know, uh, I wish they got paid on merit because every one of them would pay us to work. Mm-hmm. And they're, and on our list, that you can see it at keelnews.com, you got a couple of them making well over 50, a bunch of them making well over 50, and a lot of those are from Shreveport because they do get more for mileage. Sure, sure. You know, they, they, sure. they travel a lot. But for them to say it's sixteen eight, they get one sixty plus per day that they're in session. Yep. They get mileage to and from. Do you get mileage to and from your job, Moon? No, ma'am. I don't no, either. Ma'am. I don't get paid mileage you, driving me, to and from my me, job. Let me give you a couple, give you uh, y'all both a, a couple of things to think about. Uh, something else that people don't realize. Okay, you realize they got campaign accounts. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And you know it's legal for them to buy their vehicle. Through their campaign account. So oh, let's say, Aaron, I'm, I've got $100,000 in my campaign account. I want a $60,000 vehicle. I can go buy it. It's all legal. And But if I wanted that same $60,000 vehicle, or you or Mike wanted the same $60,000 vehicle, you have to pay for it after taxes. Mm. They don't even have to, have to, you know, they don't have to even pay taxes at all on a campaign account. Oh, boy. This is another thing people don't realize. A lot of these people, now this is not all of them. So let me, let me preface this. All of them don't make a lot of money, but a lot of them make a lot of money because they're all legislators outside in their regular business. I know you've seen people, people say, well, my business is going down. But what's your business going to be like when you leave? And what was your business like when you work? Those are things that nobody considers. So right. I just think the money is, look, Texas, 7200 a year. They go to session every other year, and they're booming. And mm-hmm. uh, I just think we need to look at this thing in the proper perspective and this is, you know, I understand. Look, inflation has hit you and Mike and me. Let's be blunt. Yep. Well, inflation has hit them too. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give them another, you know, twenty five, thirty five dollars a year, and I guess inflation won't bother them for a couple of years. Mm. You know, it's just the way it is. I mean, but when you make the rules, this, when you huh? make the rules that you have to follow, and then you can just. Your own nobody answers. You know they don't answer to anybody except on um, you know uh, obviously election day, but it's the same thing on a national scale. You know, mm-hmm. does Congress get their that? Do they get their salary for life? Well, do they me, get health care for life? They don't have to. They didn't have to do Obamacare. They got their own health care plan. Correct. But let me give you one more thing about the bill that got out that committee. It's an automatic pay raise every four years now. What they're going to do, and Aaron, this is a great study, which y'all got the staff, but I looked at it too. It's going to be, it rises and falls by the median income. Well, the median in household income has been going up. Okay. Mm. So every four years, they're going to look at it. So if the median income is up, let's just say it's up 10%. It rises 2.5% a year for, for four years. Okay. I think I got that right. Well, then that means whatever they start out now at 40 will go up to 44,000. 
Oh, get my drift. Yeah. And then four mm-hmm. years, it goes up again. Then it's up to 48 plus per diem and, and all that. And back in the day when they got 16.8, they were only making $51 a day per diem. Mm-hmm. So I'm 61 bucks. Yeah. And the average median income will not be what they make it as a part-time job. Well, and shift gears for a minute, because and you may be in favor of what the House Republicans are doing with the with regard to the teacher pay. They've decided not to bump the teacher pay up the two or three thousand that the governor wants. They rather would pay the retirement down and let the local school systems then use that money savings to pay the teacher pay raise. How do you see that working out? It looks like the Senate will probably put the teacher pay back in the budget because you know it's an election year, Moon. Yeah, I think I think the plan they have now is really good, uh, uh, and I'm all for teachers' pay raise. Every who's not? I, I'm the one that coined uh, hundred thousand dollars, and uh, let's get it. Let's get done with teachers' pay raise. Mm-hmm. But the reason I'm for it is locals will have more control. Even the poor districts will give up probably a better raise for the most part. I had Diamond on the other day. He explained it. He said we went through these districts. Some of them are going to be able to give a lot bigger raise. Some will be able to get at least what we're given, if not more. And he said, this is the best thing, because then the locals control it. But here's the problem. Locals aren't going to get patted on the back. Legislators want to be patted on the back during the re-election. You <laughs> bet. No reason for, it's no reason for the system. Our state obligations are so bad now and out of whack. There's no reason that the local governments and the local students shouldn't take care of that. I think they should, and there's no pay raise taken out. The unions are crying about nothing. Uh, they're going to get a pay raise, and it's going to come from the locals, I hope. I think it's the best way to do it. What else are you watching? Hey, by the way, I, go one, ahead. One funny for y'all. Remember, you remember uh, Aaron, Mike, you may remember him too. C.B. Fagasin, he's been passed away for about seven years. Oh, yeah. C.B. was on my program many times. Mm-hmm. C.B. had a deal for the legislators. Y'all got to see if y'all like this. He said, let's pay him $100,000. And every day they meet in a session, we take $1,000 away from them. <laughs> he said, I guarantee you, they'll get everything done in 10 days. <laughs> oh, wow. You're right. You're right. Uh, Moon, what's coming up on your show this morning, and what else are you watching in Baton Rouge? Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a look at this. There's, some, there's a lot of key bills. The budget bill going to the Senate is going to be the big thing, and that's kind of what y'all were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the pay raise because it's about to come up. And uh, but the budget is the big thing this time of year, and uh, you know it's only a sixty-day session, so they're over halfway through it. Mm-hmm. But I will concentrate uh, on this dealing with the budget, some other national stuff today, more than uh, more than some uh, statewide stuff. But it's all good, and mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate y'all having me. It really is always an honor to be on y'all program. You bet, Moon Griffon. Uh, you'll hear him every Monday through Friday, nine to eleven, right here on one hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty post Mother's Day. You had a great Mother's Day. I'm I'm hoping I did. I had a, a brunch with my oldest son at uh, Two Johns. Uh, exceptional. They were passing out flowers to every mom, and it was packed. I mean, every restaurant in town was packed, and I saw some horror stories about people who had a long, long wait. You know, you knew that was going to be bu- they were going to be busy. We knew it was going to be slammed, but we had a great time. Biggest, wonderful. biggest dining out day of the year. Oh yeah, 
80 million Americans. Uh, John Somebody. Montalepri told me he was going to have 400 people f- just for lunch. 400 wow. coming through at lunch and another 200 in the evening. Somebody posted a picture. It said Mother's Day. You can't get a dining. You know, you can't get a table in a restaurant. And it was a picture of the dad from Good Times. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he was looking at the camera with his face, and he says, "But on Father's Day, they want us to grill." Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a real good idea. I like that. <laughs> I don't mind. And you know, and dads love grilling. Absolutely. They, they enjoy every moment of it. So we had uh, we had some special time together, just just the two of us, which was kind of nice. We had, uh, yeah, we had, uh, I, I say, a dinner at my, my sister's. Her, uh, my, my brother-in-law fires up the grill, and when he fires up the grill, Aaron. He ain't playing. He ain't playing. No. We had T-bone steaks. We had oh, this. We had man. this. He did this chicken casserole with Ooh. all kinds of cheeses and cream sauce. And, mm-hmm. uh, he did some of the wings. He did Yum. wings on the grill. He did, yeah. Oh man, Yum. no kidding. Yeah, there was no diet. There was no oh, diet there. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to waste that charcoal. Charcoal can be expensive. You know, <laughs> yeah. if, if it's already burning and you're done with you the steaks, it it's like, what else do I got? Put the soup, <laughs> what, what put the soup on there too. Yeah, what the yeah, heck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't waste the coals. Oh, and. And I didn't mention this. My lovely wife brings me home a Schlotzky's. Did she Whenever really? Whenever she goes to Dallas and when she comes back. Oh, that's she sweet. She knows, like, you know, I love Schlotzky's. That's true love. So I, I'm going home for lunch today. Oh, nice. <laughs> T-bone Schlotzky's chicken. <laughs> Oh, You're and there, and there was a salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there was a salad. It didn't get touched, did it? <laughs> Actually, it did. Okay, uh, good. And I love salad. Yeah. I didn't get anything yesterday because mm. I, I jumped right on that T-bone like, yeah. a, like a dog on a bone. <laughs> My gosh. Oh, those are delicious. I mean, off the grill, there's, there's nothing better. Nothing better. And then, of course, it starts raining. Oh, And I wonder yeah. if, if that storm, we didn't get any, I don't think we got anything really bad in our area of town, Mm-mm. but apparently on this side of town in West Shreveport, yes. something happened. We need to contact Swepco Figure out what and happened, find yeah. out if it was due to the storm. I can only imagine it was. We're Our studio, I got an email early this morning, like 3.30 from our engineer, said our studio was, you know, we were down. Um, that should be back up by 6.30, which it was. It came back up. But we lost. We were on generator in the building for yeah. a while this morning. Thankfully, we're back up now. Thank goodness. Well, when we're on generator power at the station, uh, only essentials are uh, uh, connected, yeah. apparently, to the generator because we were still on the air. Yeah. Uh, we still had lights in the control room, mm-hmm. but we had no air conditioning in the building. How is Air conditioning not considered an essential. I'm thinking on air, air conditioning. I'm going with the air conditioning. Yeah. Air conditioning, yeah. 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 Exactly. We, we can be off air for a little while. Keep the AC on. I'm joking. But, but yeah, yeah mm. I'm not. Mike and McCarty, what a. W- One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Remember, I told you about uh, Ruben. Do you watch Ted Lasso? Didn't we say you did or do not? I, I, I I've seen some of the first season. Okay, so that's a no. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron. No, no. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, then never mind. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> oh, God. No, I told you, uh, the show has been a massive success for Apple TV, uh, featuring a character that was created by NBC Sports during these promos for... Uh, I think they were carrying soccer, FIFA World Cup. Okay, yeah. At, at one time, uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's he's an American football coach. And, of course, the press is asking him about soccer, and he doesn't have the first clue. Right. So they've created this entire show. And at first I thought, I, oh, I, I, you know, how far can that go? Mm-hmm. This guy's a dingbat, uh, yeah. apparently, you know. But in the show, they made him very likable. He's not a dingbat. He just, like a lot of Americans, doesn't know a lot about soccer. Right, exactly. And, and, but he ends up getting hired in England as uh, uh, the head coach of a, of a soccer team. I say soccer because that's what we say here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was only hired because the woman who owns the team got it from her ex-husband. She hated him. He loves the team. She's trying to kill the team. Right. She wants the team to die. So that's why she hired this guy that knows nothing about it. <laughs> but the whole theme of the show, in fact, of the first season and the second season was really kindness is going to win the day. And he's he's such a kind and caring person. He sees the good in everybody. And and yeah, they dealt with some social issues. He ended up having some anxiety attacks that they dealt with, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But the third season, and I just saw an article about the third season. And I, you remember a week or two ago, I talked about I, I didn't like the trend that season three is taking. Right. It seems to be going a lot more woke. Um, they were uh, a lot of the characters. Uh, I, I say a lot. Several characters are, you know, have now come out, mm-hmm. and they also had a storyline on one of the episodes about, you know, England. They the, the 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 woke characters were upset because England wasn't letting this boat of immigrants offshore. You know, England is an island, okay, and wouldn't let them. And, and the prime minister's like, look, England is closed, right? You right. do it the correct way. And I'm like, okay, now they're forcing, you know, this this immigration issue on us. And I've really, I told my daughter, I said, they're going to have to win me back because I'm just, I'm, I'm really disillusioned now with them. Yeah, too much. But there, there's, there's, there's an article that's come out said uh, the show has lost its buzz and weekly ratings are typically in the bottom half. Oh wow! Of the top ten, still in the top ten, but it mm-hmm. has dropped precipitously. So I ju- I thought that was interesting that it's I, I, we don't want all that stuff. We want to just be entertained. I, when are they going to understand that? I remember somebody asking Elvis. I saw a little clip. Yeah, Elvis, what do you think about in some political issue of the day? I don't even remember what it was. And he just looked and he says, "Oh man, I'm I'm an entertainer, man. I, I just want to keep my opinions to myself." Yeah, exactly, oh exactly. He was smarter than he looked. Boy, that's not happening today, is not it? Not at man, all, man. Not at all. And then they're getting they're getting their booties handed to them when they're getting out on a limb and doing things that are ticking people off. Some of their core audience, so you know. They don't know what they're doing. Half I, of them. I, you know, and when you look at elections and you look at the direction that our country is taken, 
I used to think conservatism was this, you know, the, it was the silent majority. Mm-hmm. Well, we better stop being silent if yeah. we're the majority. And, and yeah. when you look at elections, I'm going, are we? Really? I don't know. I don't know. It's very debatable. Very debatable. In, in Louisiana, you know, overall, statewide, yeah, pretty conservative. But nationwide, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think if you take out the, the New Yorks and the Los Angeles, you know, mm-hmm. the Chicago, I think, yeah, the, what they call the flyby. Right. The, the flyover states um, are. I think yeah. for the most part, and, and you're seeing a lot of people standing up. Even in Chicago now, you've got private citizens that have filed a lawsuit about placing illegals in their neighborhoods. Right, right. Private citizens, not celebrities, not, you know, public mm-hmm. officials. They're saying, no, this is enough. Yeah. I saw Dennis Quaid do an interview over the weekend, I think, Um and he was talking about how there are a lot of big movie stars that are now leaving California. They're, oh, yeah. They're moving to, to Georgia. They're moving to Texas. They're moving to other states because they're fed up with the California laws. And they can make more money making their movies in other states. And so they're deciding they're going to reside in those other states. Really, He loves Texas because of the no income tax. So he's like, I'll forever be a Texan. Well, Scott Bayo just recently said, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm tired mm-hmm. of the, the homelessness going out of control. The crime is out of control. Yep. Of course, taxes. He says, it, it, I'm, I'm, and he's been there a long time. You bet. Since he loved Joni. Mm-hmm, yes. So, um, <laughs> Old Chachi, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he says, I, and he's known to be conservative. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's. You know, he, he's the enemy already. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he may be tired of, of banging his head against that wall. Right, right. But it's becoming, you know, a bigger deal for a lot of people. They're realizing they don't want to live in a state where, you know, everybody's got to be politically correct about every little thing. Yeah. Fooey on that. Fooey. And, and look, you can have differing opinions. Sure. Okay. I remember seeing an interview, and and I've said this before, about uh, with Mike Farrell. This was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, He played B.J. Honeycutt on MASH, probably his most famous role. Right. Uh, And he's left-wing, you know. Sure. But he was so respectful, so intelligent, discussing discussing it intelligently, to where you're like, okay, I still like this guy. Yes, it's reasonable. You can be respectful. We you can have, have the, differing opinions. You don't have to jam it down my throat, and it's my way or the highway. You, I disagree with you. And if it, and yeah, I disagree with you, opinion. but I'm not going to shout you down, right? And try to shut you up mm-hmm. and cancel you. Yeah, and kick you off television forever. <laughs> Holy cow! It's just it's it's just a wee it's a wee bit frustrating. It is. Mm-hmm, it is. Michael McCarty, one one seven F. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Today is National Peace Officers Memorial Day. So if you see flags on on government buildings today flying at half staff, there uh, that's the reason why it's Memorial Day. 
for mm-hmm. peace officers. Yes, absolutely. And the- you know the difference between half staff and half mast? No, I don't. Half staff is the pole on a building. Mast is the pole on a ship. Ah, okay. That's why okay. you'll hear it two different ways. All right, I did not realize but that. But if people say half mast, talking about a building, they're actually mm-hmm. saying incorrectly. Okay, just an FYI. They are having a ceremony on um, Wednesday morning at nine, the Bozier Courthouse in Benton, to honor those officers who have been killed in the line of duty, and they are, they will have a lot of law enforcement presence. They've invited all the families of those who've recently been killed. Uh, loved ones, et cetera, that will be there. Anyone they could find. If you have a loved one who has died in the line of duty, you are encouraged to attend. They'll have special place for you and to remember you and your loved ones. You know, it's just a day that we, you know, we we often talk about the bad stories about when police officers do wrong, but we don't too often talk about all the good they do. And when and I watched one driving in this morning or in the 4:30 range, headed to the station. And I thought about that person. I don't know if it's a man or woman driving the patrol car, but I thought, you know what? They're going back to the police station. They've probably finished their shift for the night, and they have survived. Mm -hmm. I don't ever have to think about that for my job. I don't have to think about, I wonder if I'll survive the day at the radio station with Crazy Mike and Nutty Reuben. I don't have to worry about that. For For the the, most part. For the most part, you know? But they, Although she day, did hit me in the head with a bottle last, yeah, true, last yeah, week. Yeah, I did. That's true. I did whack you good. <laughs> um, but, you know, that they drive to work every morning. They kiss their wife, their kids goodbye. And they have to think in the back of their head, is this is this my last day? I remember uh, the call. When I was with uh, the Bossier City Police Department in the reserve unit uh, when Trey Hutchison was shot. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we were working that call call i was actually stationed behind the house uh in the in the backyard on the house behind it anyway mm-hmm. while we were waiting they were trying to get into the to the house and you you'll just never forget something like that no that's no life-changing you absolutely don't you you don't and it's it's a tragedy and and some of the ones that we've and you can see it at keelnews.com i'll be putting it up here in a minute the ones we've lost in the line of duty um in our area you know, it's been a couple of years now, knock on wood. We could have lost a Bozier officer last week or mm-hmm. a week before. No doubt about it. Uh, officer Gallon was, you know, it, it was not his time. He was shot four times. Most people shot four times are going to die. Um, he did not. He was at a soccer game a couple of days later. You know, I mean, I'm like, he's, you know that there's something, God has some plan for you when that happens. And the Shreveport police officers from last week. Yes. That were involved in that shooting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It could have very well gone the other way. Had that man gotten a hold of his gun, you know, in time just to open fire on them, that we could have been talking set to about. to be automatic. Right. It was a Glock 9 with an right. extended magazine and a switch mm-hmm. that was uh, set to fire automatic, which yeah. meant it's a little handheld machine gun. Right. Just, you know, and, and, and we talked to the sheriff earlier today, and, and he made a really good point. He said, it's nice, the appreciation we show our officers. You know, we may buy them pizza or donuts or coffee or whatever. But he said, then another thing you can do and think about it, it's hard probably for some people, defend them. When you have people in your life that are talking about, you know, cops are bad or pe- cops are looking to hurt people and, you know, step in and, and say, you know, that's really not not the truth for the vast majority of police officers. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of them are out there trying to help. They have a call. They're not making, they're not getting rich doing this. Trust me, they're not getting rich. 
they have a calling and and most of them are doing we had the other one uh, officer mo who was stopping to help a man in distress a homeless man in distress and ran got in his patrol car ran over to Kane's, bought him food and brought it back to him not knowing somebody was watching yeah no clue he didn't do that because there were cameras on him no he did it because that's the right thing to do as a human being and he's not he's not turning that in on his expense report Shreveport's not paying him back for that Canes. That's out of his own pocket. And, and you know, Aaron, another way that you can support is when officers are trying to work on a crime. And if you have information, share that information. Oh, absolutely. Help the department. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Help and clean up your own neighborhood. Right. Be be cognizant of, you know, what they're going through and what they need to know. Pay attention to what's going on in your area and give them the information they need. So many people just, oh, I'm just not going to pay attention. I just, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to do that. Well, and you know what? Another person's going to be a victim as a result. And, and the next one might be you. And it might be you. You're right. 1017 FM, 7. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on the Jacks uh, on the uh, Shreveport Security Systems message board. Uh, Tyler asks, "Why hasn't the media reported on the borderline tornado that came through Blanchard?" Hmm. I didn't hear about it. Did not know about it. And was was it this morning overnight? It said came through Blanchard. Hmm. Says we're talking about not having power. From yesterday here in West Shreveport, but there are people that can't go home because of damages. Did not know about it. H- haven't I'll heard have that. To, have to talk to the National Weather Service and confirm that it was indeed a tornado. Hmm. This is borderline tornado. Not sure borderline, what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure. High winds. I know it was a strong storm. I know I got a message from our engineers about 3.30, 3.45 this morning that a power was out here in West Shreveport. And it, when I got to work about an hour and a half so later, um, all the power along the Pines Road corridor at I twenty, all the power, the, no lights on at it Walmart. It was weird coming was in this bizarre. morning. It was strange. I mean, once you get off Pines Road, mm-hmm. that that whole corner from Wendy's all the way down the Circle K, yeah, the Walmart, and mm-hmm. then turning onto Westport, that hotel. All dark. Yeah, well, one side of the road was lit up, but the other one wasn't. Yeah, right. The, the Exxon that, that had, had power. But like at the Cracker Barrel, where they're always getting to work right when we do. Yeah. Because they're firing up the to get started on Breakfast the eggs. going. They had nothing. No lights. Yeah, there was it was dark. I couldn't. In fact, it was kind of funny. I laughed at myself because I, at, at one point, I couldn't tell where I was mm-hmm. on Westport. I was like, wait, did I drive past the radio station? You're right. Exactly. Because none of the signage was working. No, no. lights were on. It was Juice really is back on eerie. now, thank goodness. The juice is back on, and they've got, um, you know, powers restored. But I haven't heard about Blanchard. You know, I will have to double-check and confirm that because I haven't yeah, heard. If you're listening and want to contact us, uh, shoot us a message on the Shreveport yep. Security Systems message board. Send some pics, you bet. Download the free Keel app. That's mm-hmm. how you connect with Michael McCarty. Moon Griffon coming up uh, just after the break, talking about teacher pay raises and legislature salaries, amongst other things. What a One 
93.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty, and talking with Moon Griffon on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Moon, good morning. I know this is early for you. No, man. <laughs> not really. I get to go about 5 o'clock, so I'm not quite early as you guys. <clears throat> let, me, let me ask you, Moon, a um, couple of things that are on my mind. Well, House Appropriations Committee today is going to talk about a pay raise for their own members, for lawmakers. Um, I'm hearing from a bunch of them that this, if it, if it gets out of committee, it's really dead in the water on the House floor. Are you hearing the same? You know, I have, but I don't believe until they kill it. <laughs> you know, that's I call it pessimistic in my me, but I, I don't believe it's dead until it's dead. So Brad Guyman and some other guys told me they thought it was not. But so it's you know what frustrates me about the pay raise, Aaron, is the way it was so. It was sold that we only make $16,800. Exactly. I thought y'all did it. I'm gonna use, if you don't mind, I'm going to use the piece y'all did today because I thought it was on the money. Oh, please. You yeah. guys actually did it. Yeah, y'all did an investigation, but I went through a lot of elected officials, and they told me 40, 40 plus was about right, and I'm reading what y'all put out, and that's about right for a lot of the elected officials. So saying it's sixteen eight is the way you sell it. We And, and the media, some of the media have jumped on it. So what do they want to make sixteen eight? Back in 1980, uh, the advocate wrote, uh, brand new Ford pickup truck 150 was $5,200. Well, my thought was maybe we overpaid them back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, I know they say, well, it's not such a part time job, but the bottom line is <laughs> if you look at the highest paid elected officials in the legislature, California, New York, and Illinois, they're the ones having the most problems, they're having the most out migration, and they're having a lot of problems. You know, the pay, I understand getting some money for what you're doing, but uh, the pay raise they want to get is absolutely ridiculous at this time. You know, uh, I wish they got paid on merit because every one of them would pay us to work. Mm-hmm. And there, and on our list, that you can see it at keelnews.com, you got a couple of them making well over 50, a bunch of them making well over 50, and a lot of those are from Shreveport because they do get more for mileage. Sure, sure. You know, they, they, sure. they travel a lot. But for them to say it's 16 8, they get one sixty plus per day that they're in session. Yep. They get mileage to and from. Do you get mileage to and from your job, Moon? No, ma'am. I don't no, either. Ma'am. I don't get paid mileage you, driving me, to and from let, my let job. Me, let me give you a couple. Give you uh, y'all both a, a couple of things to think about. Uh, something else that people don't realize. Okay, you realize they got campaign accounts. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And you know it's legal for them to buy their vehicle through their campaign account. So oh. let's say, Aaron, I'm. I've got $100,000 in my campaign account. I want a $60,000 vehicle. I can go buy it. It's all legal. And But if I wanted that same $60,000 vehicle, or you and Mike wanted the same $60,000 vehicle, you have to pay for it after taxes. Mm. They don't even have to, have to, you know, they don't have to even pay taxes at all on a campaign account. Oh, boy. This is another thing people don't realize. A lot of these people, now this is not all of them. Let me, let me preference this. All of them don't make a lot of money, but a lot of them make a lot of money because they're all outside in their regular business. I know you've seen people say, well, my business is going down. But what's your business going to be like when you leave? And what was your business like when you work? Those are things that nobody considers. So I just think the money is, look, Texas, $7,200 a year. They go to session every other year, and they're booming. And Mm -hmm. uh, I just think we need to look at this thing in the proper perspective and this is, you know, I understand. Look, inflation has hit you and Mike and me. Let's be blunt. Yep. Well, inflation has hit them too. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give them another, you know, twenty five, thirty five dollars a year. 
And I guess inflation won't bother them for a couple of years. Mm. You know, it's just the way it is. I mean, but when you make the rules, when you make the rules that you have to follow and then you can just make your own nobody answers. You know, they don't answer to anybody except on, um, you know, uh, obviously Election Day. But it's the same thing on a national scale. You know, Mm -hmm. does Congress get their that? Do they get their salary for life? Well, do they get health care for life? They don't have to. They didn't have to do Obamacare. They got their own health care plan. Correct. But let me give you one more thing about the bill that got out that committee. It's an automatic pay raise every four years now. What they're going to do, and Aaron, this is a great study. Y'all got the staff, but I looked at it too. It's going to be, it rises and falls by the median income. Well, the median household income has been going up. Okay, Mm. So every four years, they're going to look at it. So if the median income is up, let's just say it's up 10%. It rises 2.5% a year for, for four years. Okay? I think I got that right. Well, then that means whatever they start now now at 40 will go up to 44,000. Oh, you get my drift? Yeah. And then four mm-hmm. years, it goes up again. Then it's up to 48 plus per diem and, and all that. And back in the day when they got 16.8, they were only making $51 a day per diem. Mm-hmm. So around 61 bucks. Yeah. And the average median income will not be what they make it as a part-time job. And shift gears for a minute, because and you may be in favor of what the House Republicans are doing with the with regard to the teacher pay. They've decided not to bump the teacher pay up the two or three thousand that the governor wants. They rather would pay the retirement down and let the local school systems then use that money savings to pay the teacher pay raise. How do you see that working out? It looks like the Senate will probably put the teacher pay back in the budget because, you know, it's an election year, Moon. Yeah, I think I think the plan they have now is really good, uh, uh, and I'm all for teachers pay raise. Every who's not? I, I'm the one that coined a uh, hundred thousand dollars, and uh, let's get it. Let's get done with teachers pay raise. Mm-hmm. But the reason I'm for it is locals will have more control. Even the poor districts will give up probably a better raise for the most part. I had Diamond on the other day. He explained it. He said we went through these districts. Some of them are going to be able to give a lot bigger raise. Some will be able to get at least what we're given, if not more. And he said, this is the best thing, because then the locals control it. But here's the problem. Locals aren't going to get patted on the back. Legislators want to be patted on the back during the re-election. You <laughs> bet. No reason for, there's no reason for the system. Our state obligations are so bad now and out of whack. There's no reason that the local governments and the local students shouldn't take care of that. I think they should, and there's no pay raise taken out. The unions are crying about nothing. Uh, they're going to get a pay raise, and it's going to come from the locals, I hope. I think it's the best way to do it. What else are you watching? Hey, by the way, I, go one, ahead. One funny for y'all. Remember, you remember, uh, Aaron, Mike, you may remember him, too. C.B. Ferguson, he's been passed away for about seven years. Oh, yeah. C.B. was on my program many times. Mm-hmm. C.B. had a deal for the legislators. Y'all got to see if y'all like this. He said, let's pay him $100,000. And every day they meet in a session, we take $1,000 away from them. <laughs> he said, I guarantee you, he said, I guarantee you, they'll get everything done in 10 days. <laughs> oh, wow. You're right. You're right. Uh, Moon, what's coming up on your show this morning, and what else are you watching in Baton Rouge? Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a look at this. There's, some, there's a lot of key bills. The budget bill going to the Senate is going to be the big thing, and that's kind of what y'all were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the pay raise because it's about to come up. 
And uh, But the budget is the big thing this time of year. And, uh, you know, it's only a 60-day session, so they're over halfway through it. Mm-hmm. But I will concentrate uh, on this, dealing with the budget, some other national stuff today, more than uh, more than some other uh, stuff. about that breakfast burrito now 1017 fm 710 keel mike and mccarty wife comes home y'all 40 years married okay yeah she's kind of going through a little bit of a change you know deciding to live life a little bit on the edge okay (laughs) i'm scaring him he's looking at me like yeah i I, I don't i have no idea what's coming and she says i'm Mikey, love of my life. Well, first of all, she'd never say that. Okay, whatever. Mikey, Goomba of my life. <laughs> I want to go to the Indian Hills Park in Slidell. Indian Hills Park? I left a word out of this park. I know what it is. Yeah, because it's the uh, Indian Hills Nudist Park. <laughs> and And it's... Their slogan is, quote, keeping Louisiana nude since 1971. The thing is, wow. Yeah, a long time. (laughs) Nudity is required, not optional, in the pool and the clubhouse. However, you can't photograph anything of a sexual nature, but everybody's running around with their jewels hanging out. I contend still to this day, most people you don't want to see naked. Yes. And, you and really don't. The last place I want to go and be nude at is a park outside <laughs> where there's skeeters or and a, ants. Or and, a pool. Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. I was in the pool. Do you Shrinkage. know? Do you know? I was in the pool. Mosquitoes are gonna <laughs> are gonna chow down on your every area you can't reach. Ants are gonna get in every crevice you can't reach. Well, you're not gonna just sit on the grass, are you? Well, I hope not. Scrape your. But you're gonna sit. Your hiney across the grass like a dog. You're gonna sit on a bench. There's gonna be ants crawling up there. I'm not sitting on a bench. With, no. I'm. I'm not going to a Indian Hills <laughs> nudist park. I'm not going outdoors and being naked. <laughs> it's nope. not happening. Nope. If your wife said, you would have thought somebody kidnapped her and took her into a spaceship. She, well, and, yeah. She'd never say that any more than I would. Never in a million years. No. What if it was her dream? Mike, just one time, sweetheart. One time, baby, let's go. I think I would know by now. Yeah, you probably would. No. Who's going to these parks? Yeah, not me. And I didn't even know we had these parks. I didn't either. Oh, Where where did you say it was? Slidell? Slidell. They even have a cabin. It's called the No Tan Lines (laughs) Cabin for 140 bucks a night. You can stay in the tiger's oh. den for 75 bucks a night. I can't. I, no. Aaron, I don't like it when somebody walks in here barefoot. Yes. I honestly don't like that. I no. had a client one time come into my studio and pull his boots off oh, and yuck. walking around in his socks. And, and I told him, I said, please put your shoes back on. Yes. He looked at me and I went. I'm sorry. This is not your living room. I know. This and is I, my office. When people take their shoes off, all I think of is planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> John Candy on that airplane. 
I would murder that man if he did that next Thank to me you. on an airplane. Thank you. I would murder him. Don't the want it. Barf bag's going over his head, and I'm strangling <laughs> him in the seat. Oh, no. Okay, so Dina's not coming home with that oh, idea. Lord, no. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and on that note, I don't know where to go. Mike and McCarty. <laughs>